As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today, I am joined by Beck Scoos, a.k.a. the Potato Lady on Twitter. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So why don't you give everyone a little bit about what you do? Because I know you're just more than just being on Twitter. So uh, sure. Yeah, I uh, I am on Twitter a lot these days, though, <laughs> <laughs> by surprise. But I am uh, an English teacher. I'm a high school English teacher in North Dakota. That's not where I'm from. I'm from Los Angeles, but my husband's from North Dakota. So we moved out here to be in the peaceful city uh, as opposed to the chaotic one I grew up in. And I have two kids and I have a podcast as well with my husband called Not Again with an exclamation point. And I do podcast reviews on Twitter. Besides, you know, you said not on Twitter, but you know, sometimes I'm on Twitter. There you go. So today we're going to be reviewing a movie from 2010 directed by Edgar Wright. This is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Hey, what's up? I'll leave you alone forever now. You know this one girl with hair like this? Yes, that's Ramona Flowers. She's out of your league. You know her? Tell me now. She just moved here, got a job at Amazon. I have to order something really cool. Scott, are you waiting for the package you just ordered? Maybe. Scott Pilgrim? Hi, I was thinking about asking you out, but then I realized how stupid that would be. That's okay, you should just sign for this, all right? So do you want to go out sometime? I say yes, we sign for your damn package. So yeah, eight o'clock. Come to this battle of the bands thing. You have a band. Yeah, we're terrible. One, two, three, four. Mr. Pilgrim, I'm Ramona's first evil ex-boyfriend. What? Wait, we're fighting over Ramona. Didn't you get my email explaining the situation? I skimmed it. Mm-mm. What was that all about? If we're gonna date, you may have to defeat my seven evil exes. So what you're saying is we are dating? I guess. Does that mean we can make out? Sure. Scott Pilgrim! Prepare to feel the wrath of the League of Evil Exes. Ramona dated twins. At the same time. <sighs> If you want something bad, you have to fight for it. Step up your game, Scott. Combo! Break out the L word. Lesbian? The other L word. Lesbians? What are you doing? Getting a life. You want to fight me for her? Why on earth would you want to do that? Because I'm in love with her. Pilgrim versus the world. Maybe next time we don't date the girl with 11 evil ex-boyfriends. Okay. Oh, that's not that bad. So when did you first see this film? 
I saw it twice in theaters. I did not know the graphic novels at the time either. And so I did it backwards where I saw the movie and loved it and then picked up the graphic novels and read through them in like one sitting. I I think I saw it probably within a week of it being released. I don't even remember how I heard about it. I think a friend took me to see it and we were just so blown away by how different it was and how funny it was that I had to take a different friend to go see it. And I was more than happy to pay for another movie theater ticket. Of course, now I really miss movie theaters a lot. Don't we all? Don't we yeah. all? So when, when do you, what makes you put this at the top or at least near the top of your list? That is a good question. So I, I do struggle to pick a favorite movie. And a lot of times it depends on the mood that you're in. You know, do you want to watch a cartoon? Do you want to watch a serious drama? But Scott Pilgrim did something that I would call entirely unique. It is not just a satire. It is not just a comic book movie. It is not just a comedy or an action movie. It really kind of forged its own genre. And I haven't seen anything that really competes with it as far as like content and story and editing and, and special effects go. And I think on top of that, when we look at how badly book or comic book adaptations to movies can go, Percy Jackson and Ella Enchanted to see that they managed to take a whole comic book series or graphic novel series really and keep the essence of it even while cutting out enough to make it a movie I think that's really impressive they clearly cared about the source material and so it just it 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 has a special place in my heart it's one of those movies that I could always watch any time of day if you were like hey watch a movie and you suggested Scott Pilgrim I would watch it. So I have not read the source material, but really it's interesting because it actually comes off as a video game movie. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's, I call it an homage to video games. I think that it, you know, it has little Easter eggs for people who game and, and like old school gaming to Zelda and Mario and things like that, getting coins when you defeat a villain. It exists somewhere in a liminal space between real world and complete fantasy. And I love that. And so, and I am a huge video game nerd. So that's another reason I like it. Okay. So for anyone that may have not seen this one yet, why don't you just give a brief synopsis of what it's Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. So Scott Pilgrim versus the world is about Scott Pilgrim, the titular Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> he is coming off of a recent breakup or actually not so recent. It's been about a year and he's dating a new, but as he is dating one girl, he meets another one who is mysterious and can apparently uh, teleport herself through his head. And when he starts crushing on her, he discovers that she has seven evil exes that he must defeat in order to be with her in a relationship. And the movie takes on a video game-esque quality as Scott goes through fight scenes and levels up and gets extra lives and defeats these exes in amazingly choreographed and edited battles, including stars like Chris Evans and Brandon Routh. And uh, at the end, I won't spoil it too much, but he has to make some decisions about himself and his love life. So, yep. And you put it perfectly because I don't like to spoil these movies because I'm hoping to introduce these movies to new people without giving away completely what happens at the end. Let's say back in 2011, this came out in 2010. So let's say 11 or 12, you got to have a sequel. What would you have wanted to see in a sequel? I feel like rather than, I mean, I have two answers to this question. One is rather than a sequel, they did do like an alternate ending. And again, I don't want to spoil anything. But if they had kind of run with a, a what if of this movie, what if he had made a couple different decisions, Okay, I would have liked to see that. I also know that 
the the same author we'll say of of the comics did other work that I think would have made an awesome kind of like not sequel but follow-up movie that I would have liked to watch um as well kind of like a spiritual sequel in a way yes exactly so if they were to remake this movie because you know we love remakes and even though it's only (laughs) 10 years old we got we probably had two or three spider-mans within a 10 to 15 year span so they can do it if they want who would you like to see in some of these roles so i i will say i i think the casting for this movie was spot on i i'm really impressed by it and and this is the first time that i saw michael Sarah in a role where he had kind of a dynamic character to play. So I, I, I am very happy with it. But what I was thinking was, what if we played around a little bit so that it's not just um, an almost entirely white cast? Because of course we have Knives Chow, who is Chinese. And she, and I believe her actress is Ellen Wong. Um, she's fantastic, but everyone else is white. So I thought, what if we, what if we kind of cast someone a little different? So I thought for, um, for Scott, I was thinking Justice Smith. He uh, he was really he's been in a couple movies that I've seen. He was in the adaptation of Paper Towns by John Green as Radar, who is actually the namesake of our dog Radar. So that's interesting to me. He but mo- more importantly, he was in Pokemon Detective Pikachu, which is a movie I love um, as the main character. And he played kind of a, a dorky but endearing um, and kind of self-conscious person that I think I think that would translate really well to scott okay so that's your scott pilgrim all right yeah to scott pilgrim and then similarly so my husband loves this movie as well but he actually has a problem with mary elizabeth winstead as ramona okay he thinks that she doesn't earn the devotion that scott gives her because she's she's supposed to be kind of aloof and mysterious but she comes off as kind of personalityless a little bit in mm. his opinion I, I can see where he's coming from and so I thought like why not cast somebody who has a lot of charisma and kind of that allure as well um, and I've only seen her I think I've only seen her in one thing but I loved it so her name is Amanda Stenberg and she was in The Hate You Give um, as the main character as Star okay and okay she, then I know you're talking about yes and she has the most like she's charismatic and just her smile can really draw a person in like I can see her playing somebody who is mysterious that somebody wants to get to know and wants to be with but also kind of has that commanding controlling nature and personality where she's so confident in herself that she doesn't need anyone else's validation but she also has that hidden insecurity and I think that's I think that's Ramona all the way and so that's what I was thinking about for kind of the two leads and uh, we, my husband and I were, were kind of joking around about having Don Glover come in as Wallace. Um, if he, I mean, he's a little too old for the part now, but like if we could somehow time travel and get a younger <laughs> Don Glover, he would just nail it. I feel like. Ooh, how about some of the, uh, some of the other exes? Like you get, like you said, you get cameos from like Chris Evans, Jason Schwartzman, Brandon Ralph. You got anybody that you would want to put in those just to get some variety, just to get some new cameos? I probably, I mean, if you give me a minute, I like, I, 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 I lingered so long on my discussion of, and my thinking of Scott, because I wanted to really nail the, the main parts that I just, you know, I will say, I mean, seeing Chris Evans in a comedic role, I know that he did way back in the day, uh, not another teen movie. I think that's, that was it. That's, that's actually the first thing I ever saw him in. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that, so that was like, way back in the day a comedic role but like then he got kind of typecast as the hero type or the love interest type and so to see him just letting loose and being ridiculous is actually really refreshing um and so I like that a lot especially since I really do believe that the actors did a good job in this movie 
sometimes I'm a little like, eh, you know, where I'm just like, mm, I'm not sure about that decision. Uh, okay. I would, you know what? I would love to see Rob Pattinson letting loose in, in one of the X roles, maybe the vegan one, I think uh, that, that's Brandon Routh's role. Wow, yeah. um, I, I will leave it at that because I think that that's a really good, uh, that's, I, I would love to see that. Um, I, I know that he's possibly Batman now. Yeah, no, he's be, Batman. He's Batman. But like Batman isn't a part where you can really be, be ridiculous, you know? And I think that Rob Pattinson deserves a chance to be ridiculous. You know, he's, he's been kind of, caught up in the whole twilight world for so long yeah. and and water for elephants didn't do that great and i i would love to see that and well, he let him be british as well it's not making well, him do american accents i have seen him in some other stuff since twilight i didn't watch water for elephants if you watch a movie like good time or the rover or the lighthouse or even the devil all the time that came on netflix this year i think that was this year might have been no well, last been year busy. yeah he's, he's yeah busy. he's had a yeah. lot of roles yeah he's he has broken away quite nicely, actually. I'm actually very surprised by his acting ability now that I've seen him outside of the Twilight Saga. Yeah, I mean, like, I think uh, Kristen Stewart as well. Like, people panned the new Charlie's Angels, but the one thing critics said was that she she carried that movie, and I fully agree. I think it's I think Kristen Stewart has come into her own as a person and an actress, and that sounds really condescending now that I think about it. <laughs> but like, I used to, I used to be not impressed with her at all. And now I and now I see kind of more where she's coming from. And I, I loved her in Charlie's Angels. I, I thought she was a blast. So I didn't love other things about that movie, but she was great. <laughs> yeah, I did not watch that one. So I cannot comment on it one way or the other. Yeah. So. Oh, heck, get her in as uh, the uh, the evil. Oh, I, that's kind of a spoiler. There's there's an evil ex who is uh, a, a woman, I guess. That's, you know, probably people. It, the dramatic irony allows you to predict that way ahead of the character. So I'll, I'll say that. And you can yeah, you want. yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, there is they, there's an evil ex who's a woman and I could see Kristen Stewart. I mean, May, May Whitman did such an amazing job, but Kristen Stewart in that role would have been fun. Yeah, so I rewatched this recently for the first time in a long time, and I actually had forgotten that Brie Larson was Scott's original ex. Like, yeah, way before Captain Marvel or anything, or even Room, where she won her Oscar. So that was kind of fun to see her in a smaller role, obviously. Yeah, I um, I almost don't recognize her if that makes sense. Like she, she's just completely. I mean, maybe it's just the the really bleached out hair or something. But yeah, there's a lot of bigger names in this movie and and it's sad because i don't think it really did as well in the box office as it deserved which is why i wanted to talk about it because it's on netflix now um and and at time of recording and there's it's just such a passion project and there's so much love in it um they knew that it would cost a ton of money to get all the special effects in it that it would require to really be a proper adaptation and they did it they went for that knowing that it might be a loss yeah. in the end and so i i it really is a movie that is near and dear to my heart yeah i agree so what I want you to do is give your final pitch. If someone's still not sold on why they should watch Scott Pilgrim versus the world, just give that final pitch. If you like unexpected humor and a little bit of hipster action and really amazing effects and choreography and something that you're, you're not really going to see anywhere else in the movie theater and you're just looking for a good time and to and to use Anna Kendrick as your as your audience surrogate who she she she'll do the job of asking what's going on for you don't you worry i think that you're going to have a great time with this movie just go in um, with an open mind and and let it take you for a ride yep i agree with all of that i definitely say it's worth a shot 
So I think you have wrapped this one up nicely. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online? Sure. I am at Bex Goose. That's B-E-X-G-O-O-S. Don't put an E at the end of my name. It's pronounced mm-hmm. like the bird. It does not spelled like the bird. Um, and then if you want, you can also find my husband's and my podcast, Not Again, with an exclamation point, at Not Again Pod on Twitter as well. All right. And as always, you can follow the show at YNF Movie Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We're available wherever you get your podcast. And be sure to come back next week as I'll have a new guest and a new movie. And who knows, that may become your next favorite movie. You guys take care. I'll talk to you next time.